everyone, and welcome back to Can't Hardly Wait Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1998 graduation party classic, Can't Hardly Wait, one minute at a time. In order. In the right order. Sorry. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. We're at minute 31, which I have beginning with the girl whose party it is sniffing a shoe to see if there's poop on it, and we pan up the body of the, the shoe owner, and... It's Kenny. It's Kenny. It's Special K. Just in case you weren't sure whose uh, jinkos those were, <laughs> yeah. it's Kenny. And I have it going through Kenny saying, come on, don't be like that, to that, a girl. Do you have, uh, do you have, is that after or before are you crying, oh no, baby, please? It's after. Good. Okay. Because my last note is is that because I can't stand the thought of not talking about that. But let's talk about that yes. at the end. Yeah, yeah. He says, are you crying? Oh, no, baby, please. You were far too, line, too fine to look so sad. And she says, yeah, sure. And he says, come on, don't be like that. Oh, no, baby, please. <laughs> and that's the end of the minute. <laughs> so there is a girl crying to her friend. There is. Behind Kenny. Who is giving about... the girl whose party it is the most... What is happening? Like it's it's a it's the most subtle look I think Seth Green gives it in this entire movie. Yes. And it's great. This entire week is just full of choice <sighs> Seth Green moments. Yes. Like Absolutely. It is it's a very Kenny heavy week. Mm-hmm. We don't see Preston or Amanda like at all. Nope. I don't think at all this entire I think that's correct. 5 minutes. I think that's um, correct. And I'm fine with that because this is very good Kenny content. Absolutely. The KC. Yes. KC. Special KC. Special KC. So there's a girl, there are two girls sitting behind Kenny. He's like sitting on a chair and there are two girls like on the sofa that we see kind of over his shoulder. Right. And one of them is crying about he slept with some sophomore. I don't know if it's her boyfriend or her ex-boyfriend or right. her was her boyfriend is now an ex-boyfriend. Like it's unclear the status of the relationship at the time that he slept with said sophomore. Right. But she decides that the best way to get back at him is to hook up with somebody at this party. I don't remember who it, who it was, but as the person said, the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. Yep. Um, it was probably a male rock star, if I had probably. to make a guess. <laughs> probably. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, so uh, do you, you want to tell me about this actress? I want to tell you about both actresses. Okay. Um, I called her Crying Girl. That's what I've called her. Well, the credits call her Ready to Have Sex Girl. So. Okay. Well, that is also, also a description true. of her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like if I called her brunette girl and it was like short girl and she was both, that's fine. That, that uh-huh. Both are true. Yep. Her name is Nicole Bilderback. Um, her top three, she was Denise Nguyen in Cruel Summer, which is a movie that isn't out yet. So there's no way you know her from it. Okay. But that is her number one thing you know her from. Uh, it comes out in 2021. So. Okay. <laughs> Uh, then she was Captain Julie Kim on one episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, I would okay. imagine at some point uh, when uh, Captain Holt was 
doing his midlife crisis, I'm not a captain anymore thing. Yes. No, I remember her. Yeah. And she was Dr. Melanie Surden on one episode of Good Girls, the pilot episode of Good Girls. Have you ever, have you watched Good Girls? Is that the one with Mae Whitman and... Mm-hmm. Retta. Is it? From, uh, and, and from who? Parks and Rec. Uh, the, uh, you, you haven't watched Parks and Rec. The, uh, a great character from uh, Parks and Rec. Okay. And then Jessica, no. It's Christina... Hendricks. Hendricks. Yes, thank you. I was like, what is... I kept thinking of the name of another Christina that I actually know in real life. And I'm like, that's not her. <laughs> um, I think she's the one that went to uh, Fairfax High School, like uh, Fairfax County High School. I think she grew up around here in North Virginia. I think she did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was... She's the redhead from Mad Men. Uh, right. right. Um, or, or if you're me, she's Saffron from an episode of Firefly. A couple oh. episodes of Firefly. Yep, yep. Um, and in... Good girls, uh, Nicole Bilderbeck, I think is, she's a doctor, as is her name, Dr. Melanie Surgeon. Uh, it starts with their kid having uh, a health problem. Uh, Retta from Parks okay. and Rec and, and her, her husband's kid having health problems. So I would imagine she's that doctor. Um, okay. She was also in, also I love how our also ins for this, uh, for this podcast are just, all right, what do I know that Aaron and I both know? <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, so she was in Bring It On. Uh, okay. The Rookie with Nathan, Nathan Fillion. Fillion. Castle with Nathan with Fillion. Nathan Fillion. Uh, two episodes of Heroes. Uh, one episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and the unaired pilot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. Uh, um, five I didn't episodes know of... that there was an un... an un... I didn't know that there was an unaired pilot. Me neither. Me neither. Because I thought the pilot aired. It. I think they did. I think there was probably another one. Okay. Like a first pilot that wasn't good enough or something. Um, five episodes of Dawson's Creek. One episode of Zoe Duncan, Jack, and Jane. So there's our new series connect. Mm-hmm. Um, three episodes of Clueless, the TV show. Three episodes of Fresh Prince. And her first credit is She's Summer in the movie Clueless. And that is where I know her from. She is in oh. the at the tennis in the tennis scene with the famous line, "My doctor says I shouldn't have balls flying at my face." There goes your social life. She is yeah, the she's token Amber's Asian in, friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, she has performed all her own stunts in every film and TV job she's ever done, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, especially with like, and if it was like. So she was in All My Children, and she was in, even like, um, you know, she was in Brooklyn Nine-Nine as a, you know, a, a captain. or Even if, like, like she's done some, like, action roles. Like, yeah. if you told me Lisa Kudrow did all her own stunts on Friends, I'd be like, okay, cool. I can think of, like, one. But, like, there's some action-y stuff in here, so that's impressive. Um, yeah. She is of mixed, multi-mixed Asian ethnicity. Um, explaining her vers- versatile Asian look. I know, Aaron, you were thinking, she has a versatile Asian look. Well, this explains I, it. That that um, does explain it. <laughs> she was born in Seoul, Korea, making her half Korean. That I have a problem with, IMDb. That doesn't make her half Korean. <laughs> yeah. The fact- <laughs> yeah. The fact that she was I mean, born. <laughs> d- <sighs> now, if it said making her Korean, like, if she had, like, if she was a Korean citizen, like my cousin right. was born in Panama and she has dual citizenship as a result, right. but right. that doesn't make her half Panamanian. Is your cousin's name Amanda? No. 
Oh, God, that'd be so cool. That'd be so many A's. Amanda the Panamanian. Oh, God, that'd be so cool. Amanda the Panamanian Anderson. That's a lot of A's. That's that's not her last name, though. No. <laughs> her last name is Pascal. Hey, that's a, there's an A. That two A's. Mm-hmm. Two A's. All yeah. A's in that last name. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Her last name is just a bunch of A's. Yeah. Ah. Take all those consonants and just, just cut them right out. <laughs> I'm from Panama. I'm Panamanian. My name is Amanda. Last name. Ah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so she is half Korean and also she was born in Seoul, Korea. I think those are two separate things. She's also sure. a quarter Japanese and a quarter Chinese. So okay. I would imagine what happened is one parent is half Japanese, half Chinese, and the other parent is Korean. Uh-huh. And then you mash them together and you get Nicole Bilderbeck. Uh, she yes. was adopted as a baby by her mom and dad, Americans Jim and Lois Bilderbeck. Yep, that sounds right. Okay, yep. <laughs> uh, she refers to herself as both the all-American girl and as a Texasian, which is a lot cooler to read than, than to say out loud because the AS of Texas goes into the AS sure. of Asian. So that's, yeah. that's something. And then her friend... Crying Girl's Friend, that's what she's credited as, um, is played by Leslie Grossman. Um, Wait, I'm who... sorry, back up. Yeah. Nicole Bilderback is yeah. credited as Girl Who's Ready to Have Sex. Ready? Oh, sorry, sorry, no, no. Ready to Have Sex Girl's Friend. It's, I just Okay, didn't I was like, but her first. friend yeah. is credited as Crying Girl's Friend. <laughs> they couldn't. That's yeah. an interesting um, script choice that they made. Okay, I'm sorry, no, continue. Yeah. Leslie that, Grossman that, that, plays Ready to Have Sex Girl's Friend. Correct. Um, so her top three, she was Mary Cherry, which is a name, Woof, a certain yeah. name of her character, uh, in the television show Popular, um, which I haven't watched, but I feel like we have seen a lot of people that were on Popular. This, so I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for it right now. It was a, it ran for two seasons from 99 to 2001 on the WB. Yeah. It's um, a, a Ryan Murphy show right the guy who did um the the most american horror story and whiplashy Glee credits and of all time many others that guy's stuff <laughs> yes yes um and it it is two girls who reside on opposite ends of the popularity spectrum at their high school but are forced to get along when their single parents meet on a cruise ship and get married that doesn't ring a bell at all but surely yeah. I was aware of this show when it was on yeah. because I, mean, I watched that, a lot I mean, of WB I, is, in I, 1999 40, She was in 43 episodes, so if she isn't one so, of those two yeah. girls... Oh, Carly she Pope. She is not. Leslie Bibb and Carly Pope she, were the two She was leads. in um, Orange County, I, and I've seen her recently on my on my IMDb adventures that I've been on. Okay. Uh, so Mary Cherry is one of the cheerleaders. Her mother is played by Delta Burke, and would you like to know what her name is? Sherry Cherry? Cherry Cherry. Oof. Now, it might be pronounced Sherry, but it is spelled exactly the same way as the fruit, just like the last name. Gosh. Gosh. So, <laughs> yeah. That's something. Wait, isn't there a Neil Diamond song called Cherry Cherry? I don't know. I don't need to read everything about this, um... Yes, there is a Neil Diamond song, a very famous Neil Diamond song called Cherry Cherry. So I think that is probably what the writers of that... I would not... Ryan Murphy, I would imagine, 
was making a very knowing Neil Diamond reference when he named her Cherry Cherry. Okay. But That's entirely possible. Neil Diamond, Neil Diamond and uh, Tom Waits are in the box of, I just don't know how to get into them. I just can't oh, find see, a way. I, to... I, I like Neil Diamond. I um, have no beef with Neil Diamond at all. Yeah. I, have I mean, like, Tom I don't Waits. know a ton of his stuff, but my, <laughs> yeah. my parents had like a greatest hits CD or whatever that yeah. I used to listen to sometimes. So yeah. like, I mean, his his greatest hit stuff, I can I can listen to that. Yeah, I, I have. But, I, yeah. I, I, will, I will not turn off a Neil Diamond song. I will turn off a Tom Waits song. So that's where we stand on that. So she okay. was so Leslie Grossman uh, was uh, on popular. She was on a show called What I Like About You for 66 episodes. OK, Um. then she was. So then this is her third. Uh, then she was also on 26 episodes of American Horror Story um, across cult apocalypse and 1984. Okay, I so those are the recent ones. Watched any of those? Yeah, those so, are I think the three most recent uh, seasons. So she's she looks familiar to me, and I don't know why. Uh, because I haven't played, seen any of the things that you've listed so far. Have you seen The Good Place? Yeah, she plays Kristen Bell's mom on The Good Place. Oh, interesting. Maybe that's why Kristen Bell's mom looked familiar because I know her from this. Yeah. I think she has one of those faces where she kind of looks yeah. like someone else, including one of the jock's girlfriends. The one who's okay. not like the the shorter blonde one. Right, Jennifer Leon's. Yeah, Lyons yeah. or whatever. Yeah. The yeah, not Jamie Presley of, white one. Yeah. <laughs> she kind of looks like her. She kind of looks like Tara Reid. She has like this kind of generic late 90s cute blonde thing going for her. I can totally see it. I, I, I picture, when I picture her in my head, I picture Busy Phillips and it's wrong. It's not correct. She doesn't sure, look much like Busy Phillips, it, but in my head, she looks exactly like Busy Phillips. Yeah. Interesting. When I picture Busy Phillips, I actually just picture pink. Like Interesting. The Interesting. I know they're not the same person. I know when they I don't even pink. really look alike. No. <laughs> <laughs> and they spent the rest of the podcast doing that, and that just is what the podcast became. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, so, so she was on three episodes of Good Place, uh, one episode of Melissa and Joey, uh, six episodes of Ten Things I Hate About You, the show. There, there was, was a, show. a TV show about. Okay, well. Yeah, <laughs> and one episode of Charmed. Um. She auditioned for the roles of both Sam McPherson and Nicole Julian. I'm imagining those are the two principal characters on the show, popular. Um, oh, okay. And then she didn't get either of them, so they wrote her a part of Mary Cherry. They created Mary Cherry to give to oh, her, which is that's always cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, the, that's that like was kind one... of the dream as an actor. Like, you may right? not get the part... like. I would rather not get the part I tried out for and have them like me so much that they create a role just for me. Yes. That's honestly, that's what happened with Copperheart. You're that's, so good on that show. I, ju- I just realized that's quite literally what happened on Copperheart. I auditioned for a different part. But um, yeah, he, I, yeah, I auditioned for that role and he was like, um, so you're not right for Adrian, but yeah. how would you like it if I created this character for you? Uh. She's such a good you you the character is great and you play her well. So Thank you. I really enjoy playing her. 
so the one piece of trivia I had was that about the auditioning and making and and whatever. The only other piece of trivia that I saw that wasn't like, um, I don't know, like where her who, who her parents are, but it doesn't like they aren't anyone. It's just her, her dad happens to be named whatever. Some things that they call <laughs> trivia da- are like whoa. Her dad's name is this, and he's a dentist. I was just thinking dentist. Aw. Yeah. That's amazing. Bee um, brain. The other, the other uh, trivia is that she was born on the same date as Craig Robinson. Okay. So now you know that about her. I was like, what a random <laughs> Did this person add the, go through everyone whose birthday was the same as Craig Robinson's and just add that to trivia? Hey, did you know that this person is born on the same day as this other person? Yeah, weird. Craig so. Robinson is Doug Judy, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. For whatever um, reason, I can never remember the actor's name. I just remember him as Daryl and right. Craig Judy. <laughs> Doug Judy. Right, Doug Judy. Not Craig I, Judy. That's not a person. Right. I always think, I always mix him up with Craig T. Nelson um, because okay. of the name Craig and sure. nothing else. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I was like, yeah, Craig T. Robinson. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that is all that I have about those two girls. Um, okay. If I may uh, ease us back onto the freeway of this of this exchange, I never do. noticed that Kenny has double earrings in his ear. I noticed that earlier in um like like in this this watch for this podcast. I don't think yeah. I had ever really clocked it before. But yeah, yeah it and makes that- me wonder if Seth Green actually has his ears pierced or if those were like clip-ons for the movie. I think Scott Evil had his ears pierced, too. I think those were Seth Green's actual ears. I'm going to do a real quick Google image search for Scott Evil. Yeah. Um, I While you do that, uh, two things. I then noticed that on the cover of the movie, uh, you can see his earrings, too, if you look for them. Now that you know that they're there, they're no longer invisible. He does have a he does have two earrings in his left ear. I think that's just a Seth Green thing. Does he have earrings in his right ear? None of these pictures will zoom in big enough for me to All of the pictures are at like a slightly yeah. off-center angle and they're only showing the left side of his head. Like it's almost a straight shot but you can't see yeah, his that, right ear. It, I got the impression he that he's one. like I have earrings in this ear and this ear is ugly as hell so never shoot this ear it's in my contract (laughs) yeah like i really do wonder if like his left side is his good side oh hold on he does i found one that has the right ear in it he does not appear to have earrings i thought i considered doing trivia for this ear piercing um but when i tell you what i consider doing I think you'll both understand why I was doing it and also why I didn't do it. I was going to look up the lore and history of which ear is the gay ear and which ear is the not gay ear. Um, not because I ever bought into that, sure. because that's just dumb. Um, unless it's like an actual thing right. from the gay community, in which case I'm dumb. But I'm assuming it was some straight white kids thing. Yeah. I just thought that Kenny would have been very cognizant of which ear to get pierced because he would care about that kind of thing so i almost looked that up but then i realized no that's dumb right even for this thing that i do on this podcast so (laughs) (laughs) sure 
Um, yes, so now uh, he, we see his earring very close because he is sort of leaning back and eavesdropping um, on these two yep. girls. Um, she, uh, ready to have sex girl, says that she's going to hook up with someone at this party. Uh, she's going to hook up with the next guy that talk, that hits on her. Hell, the next guy who talks to her. So it's about as easy as you could possibly get. I mean, like... She can always revoke consent or whatever. But as far as Kenny is concerned, sure. this is like, you need to press any key. Just like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so what does Kenny oh, do God. when he hears this? Well, Seth Green delivers a master class in physical acting. He leans back, leans back, leans back. And mm-hmm. when she says, the next guy that talks to me, his chair, he falls back in his chair, basically into in between them. Um, oh yep. God, it's Just so good. Just tips that chair right over. Um, then? This whole week is is not just like classic yeah. Seth Green in this movie moments. It's like really classic mm-hmm. Seth Green oh, physicality. Yeah. This week is like. In this week. Yeah. Like this Oof. is, yeah. I like to imagine that the scene that we're going to see later this week was I maybe his audition. I have to imagine it was. It has to have been, right? Like, I can't just bank on him. Anyways, we'll get to it. Um, so, um, it's so impressive, though. Anyways, okay. Um, then he uh, he decides not to just talk to her, but he decides to, we're going to say hit on her with, let's say, the most, uh-huh. I think the most cliche pickup line of all time. Am I wrong about that? Or am I... Um, I would say it falls into the category of most Which is why that scene in How I Met Your Mother time. is so impressive, because it takes the cliche and tosses it out the window. When Barney, like, she, he's like, oh my god, oh my god, she, someone call an ambulance. And, like, the paramedics come in, and it's like, are you okay? She's like, yeah. Oh, because I thought you were an angel that fell from heaven. And, like, they're, like, fake paramedics there, and he's like, give her your number. Anyways, so Kenny does yeah. say... Um, he doesn't say, did it hurt? Cause you, he's no, what he, what he says is, yo, right. I must've died and gone to heaven. Cause I see an angel sitting right in front of me. <laughs> I, so now, okay. I have a couple of things. <laughs> um, one, I think that bad pickup lines are sometimes good pickup lines. I think that if you sure. can, can frame it as look, you and I both know this is cheesy and and gross and like can almost like can you imagine if I was saying this seriously? I think that can be very charming and you are taking a right. swing with it and I think that's actually a a big sign of confidence. So like if you aren't gross about yep. it and I don't think he's being gross about it. I think I don't know that he's not taking it seriously. I think that he is an adorable man child who is little tiny little Kenny Fisher, but um yeah, so I yes. think that there is a there is a way that the most cheesy pickup line can work sometimes. Um and then the other thing is yeah. I I think right before I watched this minute, I watched a Facebook lured me into a video, um where this man, it was like a, a, a montage of this man using pickup lines on women on a college campus. 
or not on a college campus, but he was a okay. young man. Like, it all seemed on the fairly up and up. Like, um, and it wasn't gross. Okay. But I want to share with you the the best one I saw, question mark. Um, it was the first one. There was okay. one about him carrying something. He's like, hey, can you grab my phone out of my back pocket? And they're like, okay. And he's like, and can you put your number in it? Which was fine. But it was a little like, okay. But if they said, if they just ignored you, then that that's gone. So the best one I saw, he was, and don't hit on people that are at work, but he was hitting on someone. He was like the the um, front of house lady who like was taking reservations or whatever at this restaurant. Um, he's like, hi, can I uh, make a okay. reservation for two? And she's like, okay, what time? And he's like, whenever you're free. And he was like, and it is kind of cute, but then she was like, that's actually kind of so, cute. Right. I mean, don't right. hit on people at work, but as far as hitting on but people she didn't at work get it. goes like that, that's Because she was like, so two o'clock, he's like, whenever you're free. She's like, what? He's like, whenever you are free to have lunch with me. She's like, oh, I thought you meant like whenever I have a an opening. <laughs> so, so then he's like, so when are you off work? <laughs> yeah. She's like, six. It was like, can, so dinner? And she was like, yeah. So like, it was it was sweet and whatever, but it was like, it was a good pickup line. I just wish that she had picked up on it, I guess, is what I'm saying. But it was, yeah. it was, it felt very interesting that I watched that right before this. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, Kenny is charming yeah. in the least charming way possible. Like, I find him incredibly charming, but I don't want him hitting on me in the way that he is doing either. Like, both. Like, yeah. True. Yeah. Yes. That's again. I love him as a character, but he kind of yeah, sucks as a, a fair person. Assessment. <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly, those are my favorite characters, though the ones who are just such good characters. But boy, do you not ever want to actually right. have to interact right. with them as people? Yeah, because because the, they make they make like they're right. fascinating. Yes, as characters because they're so problematic in whatever way they are problematic. Like Scarlett mm. O'Hara is another yeah. really good one. Like fascinating character right awful person like, yeah because i think that worst. it's like if you if if the character was just someone that would be cool to chill with they're not gonna be an interesting character <laughs> exactly um, exactly and then the last thing i have the last note i have for this is she's she's been crying as we've said he's like oh mm-hmm. are you crying and then he puts on what can only be described as like a gospel preacher voice He's like, oh, no, baby, please. And, like, it's just, like, the most over-the-top, expertly executed, cringy as hell, yep. like, okay, are you showing sympathy? You're. It's like, I, look how much I'm showing sympathy. I'm so sympathetic. Like, oh, it's so good. It's so yeah. funny. <laughs> it's so over as everything seth green does in this movie is it's so over the top and ridiculous and so perfect. good oh geez yeah i love it very but, much but uh yeah that is all i have uh come back tomorrow for some more of this just more <laughs> more <laughs> you know what's fun let me just say one thing about seth green he is the best character in this movie i think and he could have, mm-hmm. there are so many routes he could have taken where he is so problematic. But I don't think he says a problematic thing in this. I think the most problematic thing he probably says is, are you on your period to Denise later? Like. Yeah. I think, and like his 
friends say problematic things, other main characters in the movie say problematic things. He has a problematic trope going on, but mm-hmm. his character is, he, he finds a way and the writers and the directors find a way to make him, like, I can't think of something where I'm like, oh God, I wish that line was different. So kudos to Seth Green, yeah. Deborah Kaplan, and Harry Alfond. Indeed. Now let's do social media. All right. Well, we as a podcast can be found on Twitter at JE underscore Minute Movies. But individually, if you want to talk to us, I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. I'm at Unabashed James. We are proud members of the Scavengers Network. They can be found on Twitter at ScavengersNet. Or you can go to our website, which is scavengersnetwork.com. You can find all the other shows on the network. You can find the other shows that James and I do um, together and separately. They are all on that website. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, that is where you get the information about the podcasts. Yes. Log on to the World Wide Web and get the information. About the podcasts. Mm-hmm. About the podcasts. All right. Well, we have gone long tonight. As we know, time is honeys. Go hot dogs. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.